Hey everyone, this is How to Japan. And today we're talking about trains. If you're a train lover, you're going to love this episode. If you're not a train lover, I'm, we'll do our best to make it as entertaining for you as we can. How's my co-host doing? Doing pretty good. I am going to repeat myself. I'm doing pretty good. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to um, change things up and say... I am doing as well as could be expected. I f- I'm fucking, I fucking said that before. Yeah. Fuck. What are you going to do about that? Huh? What do you think you're trying to be original? Now. I feel terrible. Don't beat yourself up. You're trying your best. Yeah. Well, I am happy that we are back to talk about a subject that I have very little interest in. <laughs> uh, and we spoke about, uh, we, we spoke about toilets, garbage, and politics, and I can't wait to decide what we're going to uh, choose next, but I, I'm sure that I can come up with a list of other topics that I couldn't be fucked about and talk about those topics too. It's amazing that we talk about shit that we don't really care about for an hour every week. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it, it goes to an hour. Like, just yeah, how somehow. does that happen? You just... I guess we just enjoy... Ah, it's because we love it. Yeah. Because we just love each other's company. Yeah, that's right. We just enjoy talking about it. It doesn't matter what it uh, is. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, a little bit of uh, you know, um, uh, curiosity, mm-hmm. wanting to know if the other person has anything interesting to say about the subject, <laughs> and then, and then uh, interrogating the other person. That's always fun. Yeah. You said, you said that trains are efficient. <laughs> However, in the, I read an article last week in a blog post. Some Americans who travel to Japan said, I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. It gets, more, it gets more heated than political debates yeah, in America. Yeah. yeah we just like, start to double down on our, on our respective tribes. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. You, you don't really care about trains that much. I'm not like... Hey man, I I gotta love trains. Like there's those train people. What are they called? Like the furries? Is that what they're called? People who no love- furries are the people who dress up in those outfits. <laughs> okay. There's another one. Like maybe the- they ride trains too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's like a separate category for furries who ride trains. There was uh, there's a whole category of them on YouTube of people who get super excited when they see a train. Not like I've seen Japanese yeah. like guys out like on platforms with these cameras, like right. long lens cameras, right? And they're there to take in the the awe, the spectacle of seeing a train that we just take for granted. Yeah, yeah. They capture. They love the, it. They they want to capture the essence of the train. It's like they want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> when I first came here, there was a uh, video game I saw in one of these electronic stores. And it was just a fucking train driver. It was like simulated, <laughs> a simulated version <laughs> of actually being a conductor of a train. And I thought, oh, how fuck? Are we, are we really run out of ideas? We need to fucking come up with this. And, and I watched it and the graphics, this was like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. The graphics were incredible. Uh-huh. It looked really amazing. And it's got all the fucking buttons there. <laughs> so it was like realistic. And I don't know, like some of the, some of the trays that we've that I've been on, mm-hmm. you can actually there's like the window. Yeah, yeah, you right? can so see inside. Yeah. You can actually just see. There's this other train I went on, and 
there's like there's a lot of glass there. You can actually see exactly what the train driver's doing. Right, right. And I see guys there who are just there, just like watching intently, right. fervently, fervently. The, the train conductor, what he's doing, what exactly, what are the knobs he's using, what is he doing? I mean, these guys could actually fucking, in an emergency, if the guy had a heart attack, a lot of these guys could just take over <laughs> and just drive the train. Yeah, I mean, it's not like landing a plane or, or taking a ship out into the ocean. It's on our trail. It's on a, a rail, for crying out loud. Mm. It can't go left or right. It's just going to go. And I'm sure a lot of the things are all automatic, like... Oh, you're headed for Wayno. It's not gonna like start. Just decide to go over to another station. It's just all no. Sad. But no, the thing is though, is that it could get derailed though. If you go, yeah. if you take a turn, uh huh, at the at like an uh, you, you know, you're not applying the brakes correctly. You can go over. You know, there are certain occasions I think where it could be dangerous if you're not a veteran. Like I've also seen trainees mm-hmm. who are there. Yeah. So you got the older guy there, and you got like a trainee who's. Who's there, uh, and they're just looking, looking over them. I think they do take it very seriously, and it's yeah. also a job which requires real passion and dedication because yeah. you've got to fucking, you could actually sleep there in the right. station if you're in the morning. You're not going home. Yeah, you've actually got to fucking stay in these little bunk bunk beds, which are fucking worse than anything you'll find on an American mili- like Navy fucking barracks. <laughs> somewhere. They're like yeah. barracks or something. They're fucking terrible for what I've uh, what I've heard. Also, so you've really got to be a train train geek yeah, you, to get uh, into this profession. Also, I mean, you do have to have a, a high level of attention to detail because, you know, for, for safety measures, you see all the different little actions that they do before they actually uh, get the train moving again. It's like they, they point out the window. First, they step out and they look down and then they, they make a motion with their arm and then... Right. Then they look left and right, and they point down at the ground, and then they point again. And these are all techniques to reduce the amount of accidents that occur within within the, the whole train system. So, yeah, you really do have you not only do you have to like trains, but you have to be aware of everything, hypersensitive to um, making mistakes. That's why there's such a, a low accident rate in, in, the, in the trains because of all that safety training that goes on. It might look ridiculous mm. if you first see it, but it's really there for a purpose. Right. And there's something which I you know, have to say at the top of the hour about trains is that they're some of the most efficient, punctual train systems, I think, in the world. Uh, some of the cleanest trains in the world. And there's just a real clinical approach to the way the system operates. I love it. I've taken it for granted, but it's something which every now and again just have to re- admire it. Yeah. The, the all the work that goes into it so that like um you can catch a train you know on the second on mm. the second you you can see a train leaving like departing a station. It's if it's leaving at fucking f- 7:03 in the morning Guess what? It leaves. It's, it's actually you can see it physically. You can see the train that is leaving. You like check, set your fucking time, your your watch by it. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, there's something uh, you were talking about the cleanliness of the train, and there's something that's in one of these textbooks, English textbooks that we uh, that I have at school, and it's entitled "The Seven Minute Miracle of for Bullet Trains." 
and uh, it's I guess they're famed around the world. They when they stop at a, a station and they need to clean, and everyone gets out at the end of like a, a long ride. These people, this cleaning crew, goes from end to end in seven minutes and cleans everything out. And they and wow. the, they take a, a very large pride in uh, getting everything clean and spick and span for the next set of uh, passengers who enter. It's called the seven minute miracle because they do everything in seven minutes. Why did they decide on the seven minute mark? Lucky seven, baby. Going to the casinos. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe because Maybe that's they, a, they timed it. And they were like, of we thousands of tests. Uh, like, yeah, like, okay, <laughs> what do we need? What's the minimum amount of time in order for you to achieve this goal? Yeah. Of making, the, making the train spick span. You want to, what is it? Okay, so we're going to take the best cleaners. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put you under the stop stop clock stop watch. We're gonna mm. we're gonna time you. Okay, you need seven minutes. So this is going to be the standard moving forward. Yes, going forward, we want everyone to reach this number seven minutes. Well, what is funny to me is that in the textbook, it's like people from far and countries marvel at their ability to clean the train. It's like I don't think anyone is really paying attention to these people cleaning the train. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> watch them go. <laughs> it's like why did you come to japan i came to watch the seven minute miracle <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> no one oh you don't want to go to kyoto and look at shrines and temples ah oh, fuck that ah oh, fuck the temples i want to fucking see the seven minute miracle i want i want to see these at least uh these experts in cleaning <laughs> I want to take my phone out. I'm going to videotape. I want to video it. Oh my god! I want something. I want to remember my trip. <gasps> Wait a second. Can I? Can I go in the train again just to see what things you've done? We <laughs> like you could have like a we placed strategically placed trash all over the train car to see if they would get it all. And lo and behold, they did. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's ridiculous. But I yeah it's, it. yeah yeah yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, it just speaks to the efficiency of the train. Uh, getting back to my point yeah. about the punctuality, the, uh-huh. the precision yeah. in which each train turns up at an, uh, the platform and leaves the platform. I, I think there was a story maybe last year or was it two years ago? There was a train. I think it might have been in Kansai. Yeah. But it, it caused a lot of controversy. Yeah. Because the train was, uh, it actually departed the station. Mm-hmm. About, I think it was maybe 20, 30 seconds, or maybe even a minute after. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, a minute earlier than the time that it was supposed to leave. Yeah. And there were a lot of complaints about it. And so the train driver was, you know, went on, um, made, they made an official statement. He said, I apologize profusely. You know, he, he was very upset about it and uh, it would never, it would never happen again. Right. It was a real shameful incident mm. in this train operator's history Yeah, of leaving the station earlier than it was supposed to. Right. And I thought, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Until yeah. <laughs> until I remembered some of my experiences of uh, seeing people actually running. You know, running. Once you get to the train station, mm. you run. You yeah, run yeah, to catch yeah. the train because right. you know that's going to leave in a second. So, right. of course, you're sprinting to get there. Right. So, once you get there and you see the train in the distance, you're like, hey, what the fuck? Is my watch 
Is my watch slow? Or? Right, 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 right. What's going <laughs> on here? To, you start to question your own sanity. Yeah. Right? You, you, start, you think you've had a psychotic break right. at that point. It's like, hang on. What the fuck is going on? Because that's happened to me as well. I um, When I was working in the office, it was a long time ago now, but when I had to be in Shibuya, at a, um, you know, I'd be in Shibuya to get to work by uh, 8.45. So I, I had it down because I, I, I valued my sleep. Yeah, more you know, more than anything at the time. Mm-hmm. So I would just wait. Like my alarm clock would wake me up, and I, it was just a Swiss watch. You know, the, the the precision I used in order to to get out the door mm-hmm. after a coffee, rush out, and I would jog, literally just jog to the station. And mm-hmm. then once I got to the station, I would look at my watch, and then and then I would sprint, sprint because I know that I had uh, one or two. Uh, how, how long would it, it would have been? 10 seconds mm. right so i got a, so once i entered the station i got 10 seconds to make it down downstairs to the subway and so i got 10 seconds i got to make it out and there are other people like me as well who are running so we're all all, all, all sprinting in unison in the morning because right. it's peak hour <laughs> so you've got this group of people sprinting to catch this train so that they get to get to work by like 8:45 or in my case 8:45 but for others maybe you know 5 minutes before 9 or whatever right and this went on day after day the same routine. You, I know there are people listening saying, well, I'll just get up earlier. Right. No, 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 no. This is my, that was my routine. Jogging to the station and then sprinting. How was, so it's in uh, kind of good shape. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, how, what was your train commute? How long did it take uh, from that station to wherever you were going? Well, there are a couple of stops. So mm. at the time I was, uh, or actually not too far from here, but it was like a subway train and mm. then, on to Yamanote line. Okay. And it was always crowded as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. It was because of the yeah. times. Because the peak hour was mm. always between, um, it could be different now, but seven to nine yeah. in the morning. And right. then after they got peak hour from five to seven in the evening yeah. when people are leaving. Yeah. And those were the exact times when I was going to work and leaving work. Mm. Yeah, I think those times can be incredibly insane, but you're pretty much living in the city proper. For people living outside of the city, I mean, you can be up in like Gunma Prefecture. People coming from a Gunma, that's like 70, 80 kilometers away from Tokyo every day. And like you're you're talking about waking up early. These people or you know, waking up just in the nick of time. These people are waking up in the nick of time, it's like waking up at like 5 a.m. for these people every day. Are you sure it's 70 or 80K? Wouldn't it be longer? It could be. Wouldn't I'm be just further? I'm just pulling numbers out of my butt right now. I mean, I, I'm sure it, you know, there's, I know to Omiya, it's 20 kilometers. And oh, Omiya is te- technically Tokyo. Yeah. But it's Saitama. Oh, that's what you mean. Saitama. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Saitama. So. Then going up through, it's another 45 minutes or so. So, I mean, these people are going forever. And those types of train rides are exhausting. I mean, I lived in Omiya for a long time. And going into Tokyo every day, it was just... It, it, well, I, I got to the point where I was like, this is not... This is not good for people. I felt like it was inhumane. Basically, I, I saw it as something that was efficient if we were cattle or items being charged for cargo. 
but not just like for human decency you couldn't you couldn't be a hu- you can't be a human you have to like turn off all your hum- humanity in order to actually tolerate the train ride because there's so many people it doesn't have to do with the efficiency of the train it has to do with the population density of the area and it gets to a point where there's nothing that the train company can really do uh, but I, I there's so my image of train rides are just like the you know like Jesus Christ I don't ever want to be on those types of trains ever again and During like peak hour. Yeah, peak hours are just and that's like main the main hours that most people are on. That's why it's well, you've got no choice. Yeah, you have no choice. Yeah. And it's it's just fucking insane. And it's soul like, sucking. Yeah, it's soul sucking. It's like and, and you know, the you know, there's like the express train from Omiya, and then there's the express train. Did I just say the same thing? The local train and the express train. The local mm. train was called the Keihin Tohoku, and that stopped many, many at many, many stops. And then there was like the uh, Takasaki line and Utsunomiya line, and those would jump a bunch of stations before that. And Saikyo. And the Saikyo line. But Saikyo line's in a, a whole other crappy world in and of itself because that's like the Saikyo line has a local line, and then it has the rapid line, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. But like the lo- the real local Keihin Tohoku line is just people ride that train from Omiya because it's the first stop at Omiya. So the lines that you stand at to get to that so you're able to sit are insane. You go through like I, I would get to the train station and be like, okay, so right there there are 10 people so i'm going to have to wait for one train to go before i can get on the next one another one's going to come in five or six minutes but then there's going to be a line of people behind me before like before the next train comes so if you want to actually sit down you're going to have to really you know get your shit together to really jump on the train and be ready to sit down then you're like i'm sitting but it's the slowest train so it's going to fucking take forever but at least I'm sitting. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, during peak hour, I never even worried about sitting down. There's no chance. The only way you can really sit down and be comfortable is if it's at the start of the line. Yeah. So, start or end of the line. Those are your only, those are your only choices. And a lot, of people, a lot of people design their lives around that. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, yeah. They're, they're yeah. like, I mean, I lived in Takao for a while, and one of the reasons was because it was the start of the Chuo line. It's like mm-hmm. I, I knew that every morning I would wake up and be able to get a seat. And Omiya was like that, yeah, take the express line that started out in Gunma. And it's like mm. another 30 minutes before I get to Ueno. I'm going to have to stand yeah. and like be pressed up against people and, you know, just feel like everyone's sweat and grime and and earphones and hair follicles and just fucking breath crazy breath as breath. well yeah it's not good yeah. it's mm. not good for the world and i don't think mo- i think that most japanese people would agree with that assessment and i, w- I was looking up for stats about this about um you know how many people actually have cars in japan and uh According to government statistics, 80% of all households have a car. And mm. 36% have two or more cars. 
So when it comes to, but you can't use them to go to work. You know, it's just mm. too many fucking people. It'd be totally impractical. But on weekend for leisure time, it's like, no, I'm not mm. going to get on a fucking train. Why would I get on a fucking train? It's like the bane of my existence. Anyway, I'm sorry about that rant. No, that's fine. Uh, everyone I knew when I was living in Saitama, they all had a car. Yeah. Because out there, out on the outskirts there in Saitama or Chiba, you need a car to actually get around. Even though the tra- uh, train system, the infrastructure, the railroads there they go almost almost everywhere but there is people want their freedom if they're living out in the fucking boondocks right they want to have the freedom to just get in the car and go anywhere they want untethered right. yeah so they like the freedom i've i've met people i said what what do you like about about it they're like and many answers were i like to listen to music as loud as i want right yeah it's like, well, you don't have earphones or <laughs> AirPods or anything. You just, you want to, and he's like, oh, no, it's a different experience when you listen yeah, yeah. to a great sound system in your car. Right. And also, I just like to be able to go anywhere I want. And also, I can go to like Costco or other stores where there are, like trains don't go. You can, you know, you need a car to get to these places. And I think you've got it. You've taken the wrong example from America. These are the fucking bad, these are not good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> really but mm. uh but i can see it i can see their um the attraction for it when you when you're on a fucking crowded train every day every weekday the last thing you want to do is get on another train on your weekend even mm. though they're not that many people you just don't want to think about trains yeah, it's it's just uh it's a fucking like you know but even in tokyo when i lived in tokyo i had some friends who own cars in tokyo and some of my wife's friends they 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 ponied up money for parking spaces and stuff like that to to have a car. My in-laws, my brother-in-law has a car for their family. And they li- they're in Setagaya. So even people who are, you know, in the city limits often will have a car because, you know, if, with a family, it's just so much easier. If you got kids, Jesus Christ, dragging your kids around a station as opposed to just say, get in the car. <laughs> then You don't have to like look after them or find them where they're going and stuff like that. It's just so much. Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, such a different experience. Also, each train line though has different characteristics yeah. and like a passenger profile. Yeah, I remember when I first went to Saitama to take up a job, and I was with my girlfriend at the time, and she was from Chiba, and so I think we've already talked about this in another episode about Chiba and Saitama. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, I remember we, we got on the train. It was a Takasaki line from uh, Shinjuku, right. and we got on the train, and this went straight to. Kumagaya with stops, right? Right. Uh, but I noticed immediately the differences. Right. Not only were the stops f- more like further away from each other, so mm-hmm. there was like several minutes between each fucking station versus what I was used to, which was like two or three minutes, right? Right, right. In right. Tokyo, yeah. between each station. But now now I'm on a train where there's actually toilets. Right. And yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, oh, curious. Yeah. Why are there toilets here? And I realized, oh, fuck, we've been on the train for fucking seven or eight minutes. <laughs> Sometimes right. longer right. between stations. If it's a fucking uh, express train, you're on the train for, fuck, I haven't checked the, I haven't done the calculations, but it felt like eternity right. from what I was used to. And so that was one thing. But the other thing was uh, we, were, we were sitting down and we saw this guy take off his fucking shoes uh-huh. and put them up on the on the train because it wasn't crowded so right. he's put them he's put his fucking feet up on the train and my my girlfriend was horrified right she felt like this guy just fucking like committed this heinous crime she's she says to me she's like look at this 
this is what fucking Saitama people are like. <laughs> Look, like this, guy, this guy, this guy doesn't give a fuck about like uh, fellow passengers. Just taking that's disgusting. Uh-huh. Like, fuck Saitama. Right. <laughs> I said, well, I, I've never, yeah. And I said, you know what? I've never seen that in my life living in Japan. That's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so throughout a whole trip of like an hour or something, we were just complaining and bitching about this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, but actually, to be fair, that was the only guy I've ever seen do that. So mm-hmm. maybe that's not a fair representation of people in Saitama. No, it's but, just um, one person among millions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't fair, but but it was just it was like an easy setup for her, an yeah. easy layup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Confirmation confirm, bias, confirm, confirm yeah. all her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, once we got there, yeah, just the, the the amount of time that you're on the train and the cleanliness factor wasn't. I mean, it's better now. I've I've also taken that train since, but I remember at the time just noticing this disparity between. The the trains I was used to in Tokyo, like Ginza Line, Yodakusho Line, and uh, other other train lines, Yamanote Line, for example, yeah. and then getting on these trains that lead into Saitama, I'm thinking, fuck, and now these are these are ancient kind of trains by comparison. Right. Yeah, there's so well that that train that goes from Shinjuku down into Saitama, that's the Shonan Shinjuku Line, and that goes from fucking like Shonan and Kanagawa all the way through it cuts through kanagawa tokyo and then into saitama and all the way out to like where bumblefuck you know it's like gunma or utsunomiya it's like just goes fucking forever so yeah if you don't have toilets on it like imagine you're in like oh i'm gonna go from like kamakura wherever the fuck you know and then i'm gonna go to takasaki if you don't have to pee over that period of time you, you, I, you, I don't know who bulletproof you bladder. Yeah, yeah, bulletproof ba- bladder. Come on, man. The the amount uh, number of times I I fucking hate that train now because it just brings back all these memories of yeah. the, the distance, uh, and there is also a um the like cycle line for example. Right. That's also from Saitama, mm-hmm. and that's a notorious train. Yeah. Because of the fact that. The people on it, yeah, are some of the fucking worst. I mean, <laughs> people have people have um, this, this stereotypical image of Japan like being civilized and polite, and uh, not on Psycho Line. This yeah. is a different breed, yeah, a fucking different breed of fucking people. <laughs> it's it, it's it's fucking incredible. And it was like the, one of the first lines to formally divide the sexes with yeah. women only carriages, right? Um, and they offered this back in July two thousand and one, right. Uh, because of the groping incidents yeah. reported on the service. I'm surprised it took them that long, to be frank. <laughs> this was going on. And, uh, yeah, I just heard so many examples of it at the time. And then they made this uh, yeah, women-only carriages, which is uh, filtered down to other train lines. But uh, but Psycho was setting the standard. Right. <laughs> In really bad well, ways. You know, the, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen any groping on a train, but, well, my one memory of a psycho line of the many many times i've taken the freaking train there is that um i got on the train in tokyo somewhere and it was crowded and this guy who is an older gentleman maybe in his 60s or 70s or something like that he came on and he was wearing a brown suit with an ascot and he was well dressed and there was this older couple looked marginally older than him 
perhaps a little bit older, a little bit younger. I couldn't really tell. And he, I was standing in front of this older couple who were sitting at the seat. And he nudged his way in front of me. Like my knees were against the seat. That's how narrow it was, space it was. He nudged his way in. And then he looked at this other old couple and said, yeah, when this couple gets off, I'm the next one sitting down. And I was like, I had wow. never, these people don't know each other. That is unheard of. Like, I was like, this guy is wacko. <laughs> like, I've never seen mm-hmm. anything like that. But uh, So that's that's my weirdo psycho line experience. But uh, yeah, there, there's just, yeah. I, yeah. I think it was the, of course, the distance, which I've already mentioned. The mm-hmm. distance between the stations, I think, is a, like fertile ground for gropers. Yeah. Because you've got so much time. And if you're on a crowded train and you're a girl in the m- midst of all these guys who are going yeah. to work. Yeah. Uh, I also told you in the past about the Groper's Handbook, mm-hmm. which I I was told about. You shouldn't publicize that. You shouldn't really be talking. Yeah, about it should be secret, right? <laughs> but yeah, apparently not. No, you want, yeah. <laughs> you want to share this information with no, people. Yeah. Uh, and so you've got just like a confluence of different factors the distance the type of people you don't give a fuck um the fact that there's a book as well of how to do it not get yeah. caught uh and now they've got the like women women only carriages but but as a woman you you've got like maybe one or many women just don't, don't give a fuck right because they're they're like you know what i'm gonna put up with it because there's all the woman's only carriage is always fucking so crowded or the you know the perfume reeks or whatever and i'm willing to put up with groping right. yeah, <laughs> so yeah, i'm just yeah, like yeah. i don't give a fuck anymore right yeah whatever you know have your way with me i just want to get to work and i don't have to worry about getting this fucking woman's only train it, it, i didn't want to focus on the negative like the negative yeah, parts yeah. about about trains but mm. i think that's yeah if you're if you're a woman coming to japan maybe stay away from living on the psycho line yeah uh, if you're if if you have the opportunity, I would live maybe close to Ginza or Omoto Sando or, and these are expensive places, but those trains are some of the best trains I've ever seen in Japan. It's like Yurakusho Line and Ginza Line. Have you been on a Ginza Line recently? No, I have not. Not in years. My God, it is amazing. Yeah, I know it has a lot to do with the demographic. Mm-hmm. Because you're living in areas where you do need a lot of money to li- live in these areas, right? But it is a sad reflection, right, of where the train operators' priorities are. But you you live in these areas. I mean, fucking hell, these trains have the most high tech screens. Every seat is like ergonomically designed for your ass. It's all very well. Um, it's it's always beautiful and it's clean and it's every time I get on there's this smell this aroma it's just like a sweet kind of aroma it's like fuck it's fucking perfect <laughs> it's nice. honestly it is yeah. uh, if I if I had the chance if I had the money I would definitely live on that area just to, if I was going to go go around uh, if I had to catch a train those would be the best place uh, the the best place to live for just for this train line. Mm. Um, every other train system is just a uh, just pales in comparison. There is yeah. no no comparison to make when you get on when you get on the Ginza line versus any other train line. There's uh the train that I live near is oh I live in a city of about six or seven hundred thousand people, 
So it's relatively big, but it's pales in comparison to Tokyo and Kanto region. But there's this little train that runs about 30 minutes through the city, east-west, and uh, it's two cars. But it runs every six minutes. It's very, very nice to ride on, and there's absolutely no problem with it. It's just a cute little train that runs up and down. But this speaks of... but Sounds like something in a Hayao Miyazaki movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's really really cute little thing that runs back and forth and it has little anime characters attached to it for the for the local region and sometimes you'll hear the anime character actually speak through the uh speaker to announce train stations that are coming up. That's uh, awesome. That's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> so it has that it's a very charming little thing, but again, it runs east west. So if you want to go north south, you don't have any options. Ah, <laughs> so, but uh, it, it's um it, it's it's one of the things that I you know usually on the weekends my wife and I will if we go shopping we have to use a car because it doesn't really um there's not really any trains running by any supermarkets but uh, to go into the center of town it's really nice convenient easy thing there is a JR line that runs through the city but um, it, it kind of stops you off in a little farther away from the uh, shopping district, so that's that's a really nice thing. Like, uh, that, and that maybe that's another thing we could talk about how train cultures are, you know, based uh, you know, size based around station culture, and the whole idea of like, you know, they build around the station, and then that station can, if it gets renewed, can be a really nice place to just walk around. So mm. it's like a very nice place for passenger uh like shopping lifestyles right i t- okay so i want to clarify something i think what i said before about living in saitama is not a good idea i think you you can live in saitama i had a girlfriend another girlfriend at the time um a different one but she used to take a train from fukaya in um in saitama and she would, instead of taking the local train, she would take the bullet train because a bullet train passed through Kumagaya. Right. So yeah. she could skip all the fucking, uh, the rigmarole, the, the hassle of getting on a crowded local train. She would just get on a fucking bullet train right. and get to work. And she was happy to pay that out of her pocket, right? Because right. the company wasn't going to pay for that. But she was like, you know what? It's worth it. I want to get a bullet train from Kumagaya to I think it was Omiya when she did the transfer, so mm. she was happy with that kind of uh, that, that little sacrifice she made. Right, so right. I think that if you can balance it properly, if you're able to work it out, if you come to Japan and you look at where your office is located, sure you can spend a lot of your money on living close to your office, like I said near Ginza or somewhere in Yudakusho, or or um, right in the the heart of Tokyo. But you're gonna be spending a lot of money if you do want to live in the center. Or you can live out in Saitama or cheap, oh, well, Saitama, for example, and just spend a lot of the money that would be spent on your rent and just put that to spend that instead on the bullet train. Well, also, even if you're not near a bullet train station, there's also a JR oftentimes on these long, these long commute trains, long commuter trains, they have what is called the green car. And the green car is that's little, right. The green yeah. car is actually something where it's usually about two or three cars on the fifteen car train, where you can. It's kind of a split level, and you have your own assigned seat, 
and it's you get a little bit more space and it, it's 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 a kind of like a hybrid it's not quite the shinkansen but it you are mm. on an express so it feels get smoother space. yeah you do get and space. you're not going to get groped yeah yeah you're not going to get groped and you have a seat mm. you, if you're in that car right as you can even drink on the train Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, that's they have, like, true. Like snacks yeah. and drinks and shit. Yeah, so you do get sort of the the shinkansen treatment, but on uh, just paying a little bit extra for for that ride. No, less than a shinkansen. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, did I say more? You said pay a little bit extra. To pay a little bit extra for the regular train and still get shinkansen. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's less than a shinkansen, a mm-hmm. little bit more than the regular train. Yeah. Even though the compartments are a part of that train right. that you would normally take, that local train, yeah, not and, uh, local train, but just uh, express the, the, yeah, yeah. the normal the express or whatever, yeah. yeah. The express train, and what what's interesting when you're on those when you're in those cars, it the, the tracks feel smoother, like this ride is feels smoother. I guess they upgraded the thing so that they can handle more people within that car. I guess I don't know mm. what the hell's going on with it. Anyway, yeah, that's a, that's another way to go. I, yeah, when I was living uh, out in Saitama, I also met people who were of the gangster variety, uh-huh. yakuza, and apparently they've got houses there. They yeah. would conduct their business in Kabukicho. So Kabukicho is in Shinjuku, and it's known for like Chinese and you know Japanese gangster activity. Uh, but they would conduct their business in Shinjuku. And they would just go back to their families on the bullet train. Oh, okay. So they would just keep their personal uh, and business lives separate right. through just the distance. Right, right. So so if you are listening and you are uh, of that ilk, then, uh, yeah, I would recommend <laughs> going out to <laughs> Saitama uh, near the bullet train. And you can conduct your, your drug dealing um, uh, without having to worry. Is it, if you're of that ilk, yes, of the of the... Yakuza type. We we wanna we wanna give advice for every strata of society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, we're not just we're not just here to tell, you know, the average rigmarole, you know, person. We 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 wanna you know, cast a wide swath with our net. There's uh, a wide yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I wanna I, I don't wanna let anybody slip through. Yeah. So we, look, we you, we are if you do have any aspirations uh, yeah. for like uh, like a crime syndicate, yeah, then, yeah, yeah uh, make sure that it's f- far away, but it's also convenient for you. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can get like a really cheap house uh, yeah. outside in the in these kinds of areas, and just, Not just hop on the bullet train. It's really fast. It's yeah. only what? How long is like 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, and boom, it, you're home. It's, I mean, yeah, you're back. Yeah, and it's forth. fucking fast as fuck. Yeah, I and we yeah we don't discriminate, you know. Anyone. Nah, everybody's welcome. Yeah, everybody's yeah. welcome. You know, you know that's just yeah. So yeah, I um I do love the fact that we're living in a well. I am not so you much are. you, but living in Tokyo, I love that I can depend. I can trust these trains to arrive on time and leave on time. Uh, you set your clock to these fucking trains, and like typically, if you compare the system to other trains around the world. I've heard that American train system is uh, isn't so good. Is that is that true? Well, America's a very large company and Do you have trains in Philadelphia? Country. Yeah, we have trains in Philadelphia and they smell like piss. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Well, the stations do. They don't, they don't have like a 7 7 minute uh, miracle. 
Well, they need the seven minute. The seven minute miracle is someone pissing for seven minutes somewhere that you can't see them doing it. <laughs> That's the seven minute miracle in Philadelphia, I believe. What? Why? Why are they government run or private? I think they're private. It's uh, what is it? Septa. Septa is the. Uh, my, that sounds like septa. Septa sounds like a septa <laughs> tank. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, the Southeastern Pennsylvania <laughs> Transit Authority. Septic. Yeah, septa. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They. Uh, what, it's fucking. Oh, it sounds expensive. like a shithole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down like Center City, Philadelphia. Do I'm they? A, so they got dual dual roles. Yeah, they're yeah. handling the sewage system, <laughs> and they're handling the trains. <laughs> the trains. That's great. <laughs> yeah, well, Philadelphia, the the trains, the trains are okay, but it's sometimes the station. It's like the like downtown, like a center city station. Some of the center city station, I walk down in the there, and it's like a, a mix of urine and ammonia. It's like someone is trying to do their job, but it's not. It's not good enough because the the piss is winning. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> And also, who really wants, who really enjoys the smell of ammonia in the air? Just wafting <laughs> ammonia. So I just told you about a Ginza line, which is yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. to sit foot into like a, like a verdant, uh, like a green fucking field. It's like, like fucking, it, it's, it's amazing. It's like a yeah. picturesque scene. You just oh. close your eyes on Ginza line and you feel like you're, a, you're in a, like a beautiful Forest. Uh, I, it's, I would it's, recommend it's if, you wanna, if you want to know about uh, Philadelphia's uh, train station subway system, just uh, walk into your toilet, close your eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, and public toilet! Public toilet, <laughs> and open up a, f- uh, a bottle from the Honey Jen shop of some cleaning fluid and just smell it, <laughs> and then fart, and that's what it's like. <laughs> I've used it a couple times. No, no wonder, no wonder you come from like a car culture. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I want to step foot into these fucking trains. I heard the metro in, in in New York is fucking fucking terrible as well. Yeah, there there was a time uh, when it was really good. It's just got what I've read is that it's just become terrible. It runs twenty four hours a day. No, went, but that was back. I mean, back in the eighties or seventies, you could make the argument that you could be putting your life and. Well, in your right, own right, hands, I, if you're okay, on okay. Well, I mean, we 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 keep jumping time periods. Well, I'm talking about like, for my my time frame is not the 70s. I'm talking about like the 90s, where things oh, right. kind of cleaned up, and then it was no more graffiti. Yeah, it was 24 hour. It was you know, but now it's just you know they it got all fucked up again. But the thing is, is like if you go from like I live in San Francisco for a while and the train system was pretty good, but they tried to automate it. But I'm talking like 25 years ago. Did they have, didn't they have carriages that go down those steep hills? Yeah. But those are like for tourists basically now. Trams. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the cable cars. And Mm. with the pass, what was great about the pass, you get this one muni pass and for back in the night, all my references are from the nineties, as you know, uh, so this was $35 and you could ride any bus, any train, including those tourist cable cars for, for $35 for the month. It was mm. fucking awesome. It was really good. I don't know how much it costs now, but, um, I think this was like the opposite of a time capsule. Yeah. Cause you're mentioning something now that happened 35 <laughs> years ago. And so if somebody listens to this in the future, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck do you mean? What? 
like I have no, I have like no experience. Well, the last time I took a train in Philadelphia was 20 years ago. So I can't even okay. like. So you know, I, I would just be quiet then about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you ask me, that's what, it's like when teachers, you know, teachers, yeah. Ask me, oh, what's education like in America? I was like, you mean when I was a kid? It was like 30 years ago. <laughs> like, well, it was, I don't know. Could have changed. Or maybe it was the same. Oh, it was like a gamble. And I was like, fucking, whatever. Yeah, I'll tell you what I know from fucking 35 years ago. But yeah, I think they, they wouldn't let changed. us listen to Thriller. I don't know. It was like Footloose back then, I guess. Although, I, although it sounds like the trains haven't changed in 35 years. So it, it depends on the city in which you live. Like some cities have good train service. Which ones? Um, I heard that Washington, D.C. had pretty good train service. And depending on the time period, New York City. (laughs) 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 And San Francisco had pretty good train service up until the point that they started to automate. So between the years of 95 and 96... It was it was pretty good, and then they had this automated system that fucked everything up and made everything late. I don't know if they fixed it or not. Okay, well, thank you. I, I'm uh, glad that you're clear about that about the year. You want to be you want to be very you know, unequivocal in your statement here, so we're not going to be taken out of context or anything. I used to hate it. great. I, the fucking buses there, man. I, I fucking hate it waiting for buses in San Francisco. Because they have that... Hey, grill. hey, hey, hey. We're going to be talking about buses at some point. Come on. Uh, okay, right. well, okay, wait. No, uh, you leave that. You, you okay, put that all right. Okay, I'll go back. I'll, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> we're talking I'll about trains. <laughs> okay, can I tell you Make my... Make a mental note. Make a mental note, all right? We're going to write it down somewhere. You're going to talk okay, about buses. Okay, my mental note. Okay, uh, now I'll, I'll go... Uh, I want to tell you a story. It, it kind of it revolves around the train uh, tangentially. Oh, like Yamanote line? Uh, not the not the Yamanote line. This is the uh, Toyoko line. No, I was saying you say revolve. A Yamanote yeah, line yeah. is like one circle, right? It's like yeah, a yeah. circle. I don't know. Too many other train systems that do that, but it's kind of uh, unique. But yeah, the train yeah, just goes, of, around goes around a loop. Around, it's a loop. Right? Yeah, it's a loop. But uh, I wasn't going around on that train. It revolves around not the Yamanote line. The, ro- the story. The, the crux of the story is this. I was telling you a little bit about last week. Okay. Here's my story being a study abroad student in japan uh a long time ago 20 years ago okay <laughs> story from 20 years <laughs> okay. ago relevant okay. yeah relevant okay <laughs> okay so uh i was i was going to go to southeast asia the following day but i cooked myself some fried sh- shrimp fried rice and before i was going to go to southeast asia i decided to go to shibuya and uh, buy some items at the 100 yen shop. And the 100 yen shop was great. It was up at six floors. Anyway, I buy my shit and I get back on the train. And suddenly I feel as though I'm going to throw up. And on a crowded rush hour train, I had to open my bag of goods and throw up on everything I had just purchased. And there were no, no reactions by anyone. No one reacted. No one said anything. No one looked at me. No one did anything. But it wasn't like a packed, right? It was it was pretty packed. So, oh, okay. you know, people were just like standing there like and uh, but I did my due diligence to throw up into my uh bag. What train line? It was the Toyoko line. Which, Toyoko, okay. Yeah, which runs between Shibuya and Jiogaoka. Right. Uh so 
Anyway, I get back to my dorm and I continue to throw up all night long. And then I wake up in the morning and I have a test in the morning, but I can't take the test because I'm still feeling horrible. So what ends up happening is I recover by the mid-afternoon and I take a taxi to some station and take the train, uh, take another train across town to Narita Airport. When I get to the airport and my uh, gate, I, uh, I'm sitting there and lo and behold, my professor, who I missed the test for, comes up to me and says, oh, so you can miss my test, but you're not going to miss this flight now, are you? Like, <laughs> oh my God, how could this happen? <laughs> so I ended up, uh, uh, from the time that I threw up on the train to the, the following night to, to being at the airport, I'd somehow completely uh, screwed everything up. Mm. So that's my little story. And, and I guess he didn't buy it. No, he did not buy it at all. He did right. not believe me, but he was like, no, no, you won't. Hey, listen, you won't believe this, honestly, but this yeah. is really what happened. I was like, <laughs> sick, and I recovered, and I, so I'm, I'm really sorry about that. No, he wasn't taking any of that, but when I did get back from my trip, he did allow me to retake the test. He was kind of oh, to do that. Nice. Yeah, he was very nice about that. So um, that, was, that was him being nice. So that that's my throw up story on the train. Do you have any throw up stories? I've never thrown up on a train. I, I mean, my the worst experiences I've had on the train. Well, I don't know if they're the worst. Uh, if you can classify them as worse, it's just my own like immaturity, mm-hmm. drunkenness. But I I just remembered bad experiences I have of just drinking too much and just getting on the train, last train, and then missing my stop. Mm-hmm. I remember I was living on Chore Line. Yeah, it's C H U O, and that's a very popular train because it goes to you know, Kitchen Georgie, which is like an upmarket place. And I remember I was working in, I believe it was Shinjuku, and right. I would drink and then run to catch my last train, mm-hmm. and then get on the train, and then suddenly someone would get off off the train after a stop because it's an express so more people would get off and I would sit down and then fall asleep immediately right and then I'd wake up and I'm, I'm in fucking Takao yeah. or Tachikawa I'm at the end of the line and I'm like oh fuck there's a the last train so there's no train to catch back home <laughs> so I'd have, to, I'd have to pay fucking 30,000 yen to get home on a fucking taxi or, wow. or, or, or well maybe it wasn't that much maybe it was like 10, 15,000 but I remember having to pay a lot of money or if I didn't have the money I would just sleep in the station until oh. the first train in the morning. Whew. So those are shitty experiences. Yeah. That's why you need an alarm of some sort or something. Maybe an announcement from the train. Hey, your, your station's coming up. When you're drunk, you yeah. don't listen, you don't hear anything. Yeah. You just fucking, you know, just fall asleep and that's it. Just yep. Dead to the world. Yeah. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I miss, I miss trains like that before. I missed train at uh, Wayno Station one night. And I thought I would walk, I would walk back to my station, which was Kitakabane. And it takes ten minutes on the Takasaki line to get there. Yeah, you know? yeah. It took me four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that "What sucks. is it? Uh, ten minutes?" Like I was like, "Man, this train goes fast." <laughs> Fuck. 
at least you got like a little custom to the neighborhood yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i was like and because i was still young so i was like checking my watch i was like an hour i gotta be there soon two hours like four did you like hours? take a wrong turn or something uh, did you I like take a long way just, around i don't know i was just walking straight i didn't really there was no this is how long ago it was there was no fucking gps or smartphones so it's mm. just like following street signs yeah, <laughs> blue those okay. blue street signs yeah i don't yeah i think i think if you had a direct path home mm-hmm. using gps you'd probably be home and i don't um, know i talked to the magical 40, gnome 30 40 minutes yeah. come along this way I'm like okay i'm trying to get back to my home station <laughs> i will teach you the way i know there was nothing like that but i could have i might have been useful yeah i don't i, I i've been very fortunate to not uh i actually i did work with a guy who uh, i'm sorry i don't remember where it was but it was in one of those fucking areas where you know the people are a little less fortunate you know in terms of like the demographics Mm -hmm. a little poorer Mm -hmm. so he told me that on this train that there would often be fights Mm -hmm. but when i say fights I mean, in Japan, people don't really get into fisticuffs. They don't mm-hmm. physically get in. Like, people don't resort to real violence. It's usually shouting. Mm-hmm. So people get out on the platform and they're just shouting at one another. Mm-hmm. And he said that would happen often on this train line. I, I've seen... I've, oh, I told you about this before. I think it was like, Kawasaki. Yeah, maybe? Kawasaki. Yeah. Kawasaki line. Yeah. yeah. I've saw, you know, in Akihabara, I saw it on the Sobu line women pop out in rush hour and start fighting each other fisticuffs and is that fo- right yeah i did i saw two young women and very nicely dressed doing the cat fight style like that like they were actually Pulling like, hair. they were like really gr- scratching at each other it was it was mm. pretty interesting it was pretty fun um and then i watched the following week uh same time same train doors open at akihabara and people pop out and this younger woman in her 20s started punching this old man this older man middle-aged man type uh so that was like wow two weeks in a row punching him where like just in the face or in the uh, head in, in the stomach oh wow yeah so that it, sometimes uh tempers can uh, increase because uh, you know it's in small places well it's not a natural state of being if you're on a crowded train, you can sardines. Actually, I um, got used to it after a year. Uh, I remember the first time, I thought it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like a novelty factor, right? Because I'm right, not used right. to it. So right. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm getting pushed on. I'm actually smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow look this, at this is incredible. Mm. Wow. Okay. And then after a while, I, um, I just started to become desensitized to mm-hmm. it. I was just used to getting pushed, right? Because there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. Right. It kind of mirrors life that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you know do you deal with what you can control and mm-hmm. you just forget about the shit that you can't control. Mm-hmm. And that was like my viewpoint. I know it wasn't some fucking kind of Buddha or anything. It just it just made logical sense to me. Mm-hmm. I got to be here by this time and I have to get on this train at this time. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going through the same shit. And I, and I look, I remember when I was first in that experiencing it and I looked around to see what other, how other people handled it. And they would just have these blank expressions on their faces. Right. You know, it was just acceptance. Mm. Right? You're not going to fight it. You know, you just let your fucking foot get stepped on. You let yourself get pushed. Into, and, and then I started to, to look at 
different places on the train that you're striving to get to. Right, right. So you, look yeah. at, you look at you look at the corner of yeah, like yeah. the door that's never going to open, so you want to get there. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like uh, navigating my way through to get to the corner, but other people are trying to get to that corner, yeah, yeah, and then other people it. are looking to get into the middle, you know, yeah, the middle yeah. of the train, right? Because right, if right. you know that you don't have to get off for many stops, you just yeah. you try to angle your way there so you don't have to move anymore. Yeah. Because the worst thing is you got to... If it's on a local train and it's crowded as fuck, every few minutes you've got to make way. You've got to right. get off and on, right. get on and oh off. Oh, my God. And, that's the worst. And, yeah. yeah. And you get off the train, wait for people to get off, and then you get back on, you get pushed again. And the worst thing is is having your face positioned in a way where the other guy has no choice and I've got no choice, and now we're looking directly at each other. <laughs> and we're so like millimeters away from each other. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Your breath stinks, you cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like yeah, a fucking right. rotten fish in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so um, now, and so every time from that point on, I just made it a conscious choice. Okay, who's tall? Who's short? Okay, mm-hmm. I want to be near the short people. It's okay, like Tetris. Who's short? And yeah. then, yeah, 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 yeah. And so. I'm always angling my way for the best uh, best position and ensuring that my trip is going to be you know, as least uh, grueling, uh, well, at least manageable, right? And yeah. I did get, after a couple of years, I got into a routine and it was actually bearable. So you said right. it's like soul crushing. I think if you're able to just put it to one side and know that you, you, you can't fight it, the best you can do is just control where you are on the train. So, you, and that only comes through conditioning. It only comes through just uh, exposure. You need to go through it. It's baptism by fire. That's the way I would view it. You got to get on day after day. And maybe I should write a book along with the groping manual. I will have a, I will have a, like a, I'll write a book about how to be a foreigner catching crowded trains. Mm. I, um, I just looked at it every day and thought, this is no way to live. And now I don't live there. <laughs> well, they should say, oh, great. Get out, get out of here. That's right. I think if uh, if you do come over, be very mindful of where you're living, what train you're going to take, also the stability of your job, of course, because there's nothing worse than taking a job and then losing the job and having to find another job. And the job that you want to go to is in a completely different area on, on yeah. a shitty, shitty train, yeah. train line, and how many connections you have to make. Is it one connection or is it two or is it three connections? Some people take fucking more than four four connections, four different transfers to get to their office. And that's insanity to me. Just move. Just move at that point. I was at a point in Tokyo where there was some some days I would work at three different places and they were all far away from each other. And I was on the train for like six hours a day. It was insane. Well, you can get a lot of good reading done. Um, Some podcasts, yeah, yeah, podcasts, reading, that kind of audio books, audio books, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, yeah. Until next time.